take a time machine back to before the world went to hell. Around the year 2000. The 80s and 90s were so rad. The movies, the music, the TV, the games. That's what I want to talk about. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And continue the conversation on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're cool enough, join the show on Patreon for exclusive bonus content. And now... Less Than 2,000 with Adam Wentz and Chad Bischoff. Less Than 2,000. Now part of the HyperX Podcast Network. Chad, here we are. Bonus episode. Yes. Happy summer. Happy summer indeed. I am loving the festive shirt you were wearing for today's episode. It's summer. I'm still in a hoodie, sweating. Because it's, it's hot yeah. out and I'm in a hoodie. But uh, I, I'm, I'm digging that outfit today, man. Well, thank you, Chad. Digging your outfit that you wear every single time we record. So loving it, man. <laughs> Happy Memorial Day, everybody. Happy and, and, and thank you to all the troops and everybody who have served us over the year. Thank you for the, the people who have died uh, defending our freedom and all of that. Yes. And what better way to honor the troops than to talk about Top Gun Maverick, everybody's favorite war movie, everybody's favorite war hero, Maverick, (laughs) Top Gun. We are covering something from 2022, Top Gun Maverick. I'm I'm super grateful that you agreed to venture out of the comfort of your home, brave the, the crowds of the theater to come and see something made in this generation. In this timeline, that's old and based on stuff from the 80s. (laughs) I wouldn't miss it for the world, man. We just did Top Gun 1986 with my dad to cap off the first half half of season three. And now we're giving you a little bonus episode and breaking down the new Top Gun Maverick movie. We just saw it. We literally just got home from the theater. We went with our dads and we are going to be having... Uh, Darren Deftly, who was on uh, season two and did the A Few Good Men episode with us, yes. will be having Darren Deftly, who went with his dad uh, to see it in IMAX opening weekend, and we're going to break down the movie. It's incredible. And I mean, yeah. And by the way, we're going to keep this beginning part 100% spoiler free. So I don't know what we're going to talk about. But we found a way with Ghostbusters Afterlife, and now we're going to do the exact same thing with with uh, Top Gun Maverick. But before we do this, um, I just want to say thank you, everyone who's been listening to the show um, and and just uh, along for this ride. We've it's been a really exciting first half of season three. We're getting ready to take a hiatus, a little a little summer break, and and. Now we have bonus content, and we'll try to do some of that stuff along the way. Get you, get you a little dose of of less than two thousand uh, as we progress. Well, yes, and we did we did twenty straight episodes, and now twenty one episodes with this bonus bonus episode. We've never done twenty in a row. Twenty straight weeks, we didn't miss a single week, and we'll be coming back with fifteen to twenty more, and and finish off uh, season three. I so think it's, that's really a good pat. On, that's a good self pat on the back. We didn't miss a beat. Pro, yay for and, us! <laughs> and, and and we're not just missing. We're not just taking a summer hiatus just for the heck of it. We've actually got some stuff going on. For instance, this is the last episode I will be recording from my home here in Bennington, my studio that I've been recording from the last two years, 
because I am moving to Flagstaff, Arizona in like 10 days and we'll be picking up then. And Chad is off to LA to, to pump his movie up. That is, is all in the can, so to speak. And he's, he's off to LA. So we are, we're going to have a busy uh, hiatus, so to speak. And we'll be back and ready for season 3.5 in <laughs> mid to late July. Absolutely. I'm excited for it. So Top Gun Maverick, first impressions, go. Hated it. No, I loved it. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I, I loved it. It was great. I, I, I have nothing negative to say about it. Honestly, it was, it was, it, it was as good as I hoped it would be better than I feared it would be. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and it, it was, it was fantastic. I love that. By the way, I want to call out that statement, uh, uh, better than I feared it would be like anytime something's remade, there's this, there's kind of a fear factor going into it. Like, how are they going to screw this up? Like, cause there's no way they're not going to screw this up, but they didn't. When I heard that it had 97% positive on rotten tomatoes, even the trolls and the haters are liking yeah. this movie. I'm telling you right now, it's worth go see it in IMAX. It is worth every cent to see it on that massive screen and to feel not just see it, but to feel the energy, to feel the music and, and every piece of sound design of this, of this great movie. Do, do you think it's too late to become a fighter pilot? Because I'm so fired up. That looks so fun. I'm like, is 41 too late to join the Navy and become a, a carrier fighter pilot? What, they make that shit look awesome. Uh, what's really funny um, about, about what you were saying is you walked away from this wanting to become a fire, fighter pilot. I walked away from this going, oh my God, I could never be a fighter pilot. I would be the one passed out. I would be literally like... I would not make it through. I would be the one, I would be so a jumbled mess. I, I'd be as jumbled as I am trying to fumble around my words right now. I mean, it's... <laughs> well, when you got 10 Gs and you got 2,000 pounds of pressure when you're making the, the turns and, and taking off and, and that your, your lungs don't work and you're passing out and all the blood's rushing to your head. Does like, this qualify man, as a spoiler? Test. I feel like uh, I don't think so. I, I don't. Think I, I think okay. jets. I think jets fly really fast, and they had people, you know, passing out and stuff in the in the first one. So okay, so I think clearly it's okay. I just it's it's hard to tie. It's hard to know where to gauge where to start. You know, with 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 this. Well, you mentioned the sound design. Uh, I loved all the classic rock that was up front. That yes. they had they had a bunch of classic rock, including the Who. Uh, was it Deep Purple or? Uh, Slow Ride. I think it was Slow Ride uh, that they had by Fog Hat in there. Yeah. So they had, they had classic rock and the opening cinematic felt like it was shot for shot from the original with the dawn takeoff on the carrier and the music, that yep. great, you know, Top Gun theme that kicks into Danger Zone and, and man, just waves of nostalgia in a good way. In a good way. Yeah, it, it wasn't nauseating. You know, some people put so much nostalgia into into, into reboots. And they didn't. It was like the right amount. It was like the right amount, you know? And 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 the only thing that I, but this is on a personal note, it was like, did they have to end with Lady Gaga? I mean, come on. <laughs> 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 we, 
It could Is have been way cooler. Yeah, it could have been way <laughs> cooler. And I'm, again, I'm not spoiling anything because, you know, it's just no, music. and and I and this isn't a spoiler either because it's in the it's in the trailers. But there is a there's not beach volleyball, but there is a beach scene where they're they're sweaty and oily and playing sports on well, the beach. I mean, it wouldn't be Top Gun without it, Adam. And I don't know. Exactly. I, I tried getting your attention for those of you because you know this is an audio medium, but on Patreon we have video. If you would have seen me, you would have seen me sliding across from my dad to reveal you. To I was trying to get your attention <laughs> so I could point out to the fact that there is still a beach scene. And of course, <laughs> even Tom Cruise is able to take his shirt off. I, 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 and I, I didn't look over and see you because I was just too mesmerized. But <laughs> 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 okay. All right. Is it there was one girl? <laughs> Is it time? Yeah, to let's bring Darren in right now. I think this I think is the right time, time to, bring, to, 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 to bring in our <laughs> distinguished guest because, uh, yeah. D- Darren, we, we just brought you in with these sweaty, oily men on the, the beach. Uh, the beach scene. Perfect, well, it's perfect timing. You didn't tell me to have my shirt off. <laughs> I'm only disappointed that it wasn't Kenny Loggins playing there. It was like something else. You guys probably know what that was. Maybe... <laughs> whatever song that was, but it wasn't Kenny Loggins playing with the boys, but still good callback. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having me on guys. That was fun. Darren. And it was fun impression. going to see the movie with you. Like we all sat together and just watched it with our dads. Yeah. The hardcore gaming one one podcast is on a mission to rank the top games of all time. I like the idea that when Bruce Wayne gets angry, he switches to the Batman voice. Why do you have such a problem making boomerang shaped like a bat? You mean like Batman? Not like Batman. Just make it for me, Bruce Wayne. I can't even with this guy. It's a Herculean task, and I'd be lying if I said it hasn't taken a toll on our cognitive faculties. Most people would be happy to have a job during a global pandemic. (laughs) Guinness. Hardcore Gaming 101, twice a week, every week, right here on the HyperX Podcast Network. Make room for huge plays with the HyperX Alloy Origin 65 Mechanical Gaming Keyboard and the Pulsefire Haste Wireless Mouse. The Alloy Origin 65 has a functionally compact form factor, keeping the arrow keys while ditching the numpad and the F keys. The Pulsefire Haste is the lightest wireless mouse from HyperX, featuring a robust connection and the precision you need to click heads. The Alloy Origin 65 and Pulsefire Haste Wireless. A terrific twosome to keep your setup clean and clutter-free. Sequelcast 2 and Friends looks at movies and video games and franchises one movie and game at a time. Hosted by Matt bradley Shergi, Thrasher, and Alex Miller. Been going since 2009 and we're part of the HyperX Podcast Network. Yeah, with our dads, that was cool to have, you know, the crew back together for at least a few hours here. That was awesome. So yeah, initial impressions were great. You looked over me at the end of it and kind of gave me the, the eyebrow and I just thumbs up immediately. I mean, I, I really, I had a great time. I love the show. I love the movie. It was awesome for me. Who's going to yeah. see it again? Yeah, three thumbs up. I'll Who's, see it again. I'll, I'll, see, I'll it definitely again. see it again. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. I'll definitely see it again. I'm sure that um, I'll see it with, I think my wife will probably want to take, go see it and we've got a new theater just down the way so i think we'll probably check that out because that was awesome nice. do you think it'll be available on laser disc because i might have <laughs> I to buy it on laser disc <laughs> no uh, <laughs> and why would well, you it's one of those where i think they want to have it in the box office but hopefully they'll release it on digital for whatever 30 or 40 bucks like they do kind of 
soon so people can see it because I mean it was it was great. For anybody who doesn't want to see it in the theater, go see it in the theater because yes. IMAX was awesome. See, do you think we all agree? Think, without getting into specifics, because we'll, we'll we'll save a few minutes at the end for a, a spoiler discussion after the main episode's over. But spoiler free for sure. now. There sure. were some emotional moments throughout the movie, some very emotional moments. Do you feel? Do you guys feel like those moments were earned? Do you feel like those emotional moments were earned? I'm going to ask this question in two parts. Um, you know, the payoffs relied a lot on the 1986 stuff as the foundation, but this is a sequel. It's not a remake, so it is a sequel. So that's all canon and can be used. Um, do you think it, it 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 emotionally paid off and earns its emotional payoffs? And two, do you think in and of itself as a self-contained movie, it had, you know, earned those emotional payoffs. Darren? I feel like that's a filmmaker question, Chad. I was going to defer to you, but I <laughs> I thought it was good. I, I was glad that I had recently watched the original because there were a few connection points that I probably wouldn't have remembered had I not seen it recently. So, but I think there were many times that I felt, I felt emotional. I mean, I thought it was I thought it was really good. So it it earned it for me just candidly I reacted emotionally to several of the points that you're referring to for sure. So I I think so. As an emotional man, <laughs> I was trying to I'm not kidding you. This is going to sound I'm, I'm this is going to sound a little weird. I literally felt myself tearing up at the end. <laughs> and I don't even know why. I don't even know why. It was like it went through. So yes, in answer to the question, yes, it paid off, but it paid off because yes, because of, you know, the 30, 40 year history or whatever of this film mm -hmm. and, and, and then really getting in to the music, the sound design, the emotional race and the safety and the power and, 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 and everything. And then, and then, and then obviously it's Top Gun. So there's a love story. Yes, it paid off. It made me feel something. So now I want to throw it to you, Adam, the guy who doesn't, who it, it takes a little bit to earn a feel from Adam. Especially what do you yeah. think? Frozen? Yeah. Rosette as good as Frozen for you. Did it, did it, did it make you feel the way Frozen did? It, I, I, was, I, was, I honestly thought about Frozen 2 as I was watching it because I was getting a little misty-eyed myself. I was sitting there thinking, like, I don't know what it is, but I'm tearing up. I feel... I feel something deep inside, and it, I know, it and I don't even know off. why. It, it, it definitely, I think, it definitely needed. It, it is a sequel, so this is perfectly fair. As a standalone movie, I don't know. I, I, I have no way of removing myself from that because I do have the thirty-six years of history with this, and we do have all the callbacks to the original and the emotional beats that are set up by the old movie. So I'd be curious to know somebody who's never seen Top Gun yeah. '86. Does it does it land? Does it hit the same notes? Does it can it make somebody feel something who's you know twenty and has never seen the original Top Gun? My vote is yes. My vote is yes because it had enough standalone elements that that and again I, I promise no spoilers here. But but they did just enough of catching you up to speed if you hadn't seen the first one. 
you know, they, so you, you don't have to have seen it. And it has all of the other elements that make the movie great from the action sequences to the music, to, to the performances, to the camaraderie, everything that made the original one great is in this film. And so, yeah, I think mm-hmm. 20 year olds will go, wait, there was a, there was a movie before this, <laughs> you know, they'll be like, yeah, Top yeah. Gun Maverick. You mean there's a Top Gun? What? That's what's going to be happening. <laughs> Is there yeah, anything I'll be curious. About it? Go ahead, Darren. No, I was just going to echo that. I, I'd be curious, someone who's never seen it before. I think it would stand alone. I think they would. I think they would agree that it had enough in it to understand what made us emotional, even if you hadn't seen the original and had that connection. I know. I feel the same way. <laughs> if it if it didn't if it didn't uh, if we can answer this without getting into any specific spoiler, just asking generally. Was there anything? Was there anything in this movie that didn't work for you? And maybe later you can say what it is, or or is there anything in it at all that you'd say, yeah, there's something about this that I don't like? The beach scene. <laughs> that kidding. was your favorite. You looked no. over to get my attention. No, I looked over because of <laughs> on the last episode we talked about the the oily men in the very elongated beach seed. And then I'm like, oh, here we go again. Oh, at least, at least this time it was comedic. And it had, it had an actual very realistic point to the movie. So I, I definitely want to applaud the filmmakers because it had the beach scene, but it actually served a, pl- a, a very specific plot point, you know, to help the film. It did. Like, you, so they took what was kind of a throwaway and, and made it awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was gratuitous probably in the first one. No Definitely. real reason for it to be there. But in, yeah, I like that they used that to make a really significant storyline point. So that was great. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I like the diversity in it too. The fem- There's a female fighter pilot. There's other other people of other races and stuff. And it didn't feel ham-fisted at all. It felt like it hit all those notes perfectly in terms of diversity. And man, just, I can't think of anything about this. As I sit here now, I can't think of anything to nitpick about it. I just thought it was great all the way around. Yeah, I was almost looking for something. I was trying to jot down some notes and think, what did I not like? What did I think they missed? And I couldn't really come up with anything good other than just one of the storyline plots that I didn't remember on my own. I was like, wait a minute, how is that connected? Who, Who is this person? But I, I realized now after the fact that uh, it was really well done. So yeah, I, I don't really have any negative. I... I I feel like we're we're the three amigos here all saying the same thing, but it really was. Yeah, awesome. you're not getting so a lot of I, contrast I, in this episode. You're I'm, getting I'm not going to three guys wanna, all wanna, agreeing. <laughs> I want to give you something that's different, but I don't have anything because I think we're on the same page. But I think well, that's I'll tell you what the I, highlight I, was. Go ahead, Adam. Please, Chad. No, I oh. just just to finish up that uh, I was just going to say though, like that's a statement on how good the film is. I mean, the fact that Rotten Tomatoes is 97%, when I learned that going in, I thought, okay, this probably is going to be better than I'm expecting. And then it didn't disappoint. And so when you take time to craft a story and hit all of the points that that can energize all facets of, of a film-going community, you end up with a movie like this. And so it's okay that we're the three amigos all, all just <laughs> applauding it and all this kind of stuff because it's really well done. Adam. It is really well done. And I think the highlight of it for me is, is Tom Cruise's acting. 
I think he was tremendous in this. He was spot on performance and it didn't feel like so many of the, the, the rehashes and reboots, what they did um, with, you know, the, the Ghostbusters 2016. I, I know those, the old legacy guys were not playing Venkman and Ray and all that, but they kind of crapped on that character. Certainly what they did in, uh, Terminator Genesis, I am not a fan of. Certainly what they did with the new Star Wars uh, trilogy, what they did to Luke and what they did to Han, I, I will die mad about those things. And they they were they were kind of, it was like the new generation is kind of outgrowing and, 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 and throwing shade on the legacy characters in some ways. And and some of them you get felt like they were going through the motions, like like Lando was just I, I couldn't get over Billy D. Williams was like he's he's not <laughs> that, that's an actor. Like I'm not yeah. I'm I'm taken out of the moment. Tom Cruise played this with pure sincerity. He played it with the he was Maverick again. He wasn't pretending to be Maverick or just cashing in on a legacy character. I thought no. he was fantastic. I forgot what a great actor. There, he is. there was no phoning this in. I will say this: I'm, I'm <laughs> about the third time. This isn't a spoiler, but the third time he teared up in the movie, and you saw the passion. I, I, I am sorry, it drew me out because it was one time too many, and I'm like, all right, Tom, I know you're trying to get your Oscar. It's it, yes, time is due. You're a brilliant actor. You're you're one of the best. You are a, a, the master class of acting, uh, along with Leonardo DiCaprio and Denzel Washington. But I was like, there was that mm -hmm. moment, where like, dude, you're really reaching here for an Oscar. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't get pulled out the way you did. I I thought it was he was a grown up version of the same character. He wasn't the same character mm -hmm. again. Um, I really thought it was a neat way to bring him back, connect it back to the story. And then, you know, the new class that came yep. up, I thought it was really a, a cool way to do it. So yeah, I thought he did a really nice no, and, job. And, of, and, and of just to redeem myself yeah. a little bit, I'm not saying I was drawn out. I just know the backstory that he's never won an Oscar. And so like he keeps yeah, doing even crazy connection. stuff. He'll do his own stunts. He, I mean, he's literally yeah. like, if I can't win an Oscar, I'm going to be the most insane actor. Like he does his own stunts, like in the helicopter wow. in Mission Impossible. That was really him in a helicopter with a camera shoved yeah, in. He he's like, right. yeah, and I'm like, I'm gonna, and he took off and he did this, which is why they also then it was five minutes too long in the movie because they were like really wanted to cash in on the fact, no, that's <laughs> that's Tom flying a helicopter. <laughs> But uh, I, I really, I hope he, and by the way, I, I did read something that he was not allowed to fly an F-18. <laughs> like, <laughs> he can be in the plane, but Tom, you cannot fly this. These are, you know, $200 million planes, okay? Yeah. So, you know um, he asked. I, I, you know he asked. You know he asked. <laughs> you know he probably played hardball with his agent. It's like, no, I'm not doing this unless. And they're like, well. Yeah. No, he's a producer on the movie. Tom. He's a producer on the movie. <laughs> F his agent. Yes, he, he would be the one standing there going, I'm, fi I'm flying this. No, no, Tom, you're not. No, I am. <laughs> well, guys, we've gone 20 minutes. We, we'll, we'll move on to spoilers in just a second. But we just wanted to, to thank everybody for another great half season. We'll be back in a couple months with, with more less than 2000 season 3.5. Darren, thanks for joining us. Great seeing this movie with you guys. And uh, you guys. yeah, we, we will, 
We will see you later in the summer, everybody. And for those of you on Patreon, stay tuned for spoiler discussion of <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. 